0: Loud and curious Big, mysterious Not too fast or furious Are you you experienced? Are you
1: serious? Loud and curious Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Loud and Curious with Chris Rosa. I am here with um, the co-host of my other podcast, um, our other podcast, 100% with Serena and Chris. It's Serena Spates. Well, now Serena Redding. <laughs> I still forget about that. Yes,
0: <laughs> me too. Um, um, hey, what's up, everyone?
1: How are you doing?
0: I'm good.
1: You're going to Cuba at the end of the month on I vacation?
0: I am. I'm excited. I don't know what to expect because I know, like... I know I, don't, I know a few people who have gone, yeah. but just, like, not a whole bunch of people, so.
1: I've had a few friends that have gone, and they really liked it. Yeah. Oh, one of my really, really good friends from college went, and she was, like, it was amazing. Oh, okay. She cool. said that it was, like, so great, and it's, like, beautiful, and, like, not, like, it's just beautiful. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's yeah, good. we're going to stay yeah. in um, Havana, so. That's so, so exciting. Yes. Oh, my
1: God, you guys going to have so much fun. You're going to have really good pictures, too.
0: Yes, I hope so you That's know, like, like the most thing That's the thing I'm most excited about Because I'm like I can take really nice like, pictures of yeah. old cars And Yeah
1: It's still beautiful Because yeah. it's like un- Very untouched yeah, If you will Yeah
0: And that's why we want to go now yeah, Because like it's going to be yeah. yeah
1: On that note Let's start Getting into it I want to okay. hear I want to go back to like Where you grew up Um, You are Christian you work for a church Now mm-hmm. and you faith is a big Part of your life I know this yeah. from Knowing you for so long now yeah um, And so I'd love to talk about you Like where you grew up and like how you Were introduced to Christianity and mm-hmm. Your faith and like how basically just Like we'll go through your life up Until now and like how that's played a Role in your life if okay. if you're Comfortable talking about that
0: yeah Sure um, I never I've never really Talked about it like in an interview Yeah setting so we'll see how it goes
1: Um, okay. So you grew up in Florida.
0: Mm -hmm, I did. I grew up in a town called Port St. Lucie. Um, it's like an hour from West Palm. Okay. So like, it's a small suburban town. It's like probably like the fastest growing town in in Florida, maybe on the East coast. Um, but it's just like very family oriented and, and not much to do there. Yeah. Just Mm -hmm. like a normal Florida town.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, you're, you were in your parents' wedding
0: yeah so you, yeah my parents got married when i was in the second grade
1: and you so you were in a church yeah did they have like a church wedding or they did they did, yeah. they, did.
0: they had a church wedding um it was the church that my mom and i went to um yeah so my mom um was christian both my parents were christian but my dad was not really a believer like he didn't he didn't church wasn't a part of his yeah, he life didn't go to church. no yeah. and he just had a very negative view of it so like it always for the longest time when i was growing up it was kind of just like me and my mom did it and then my dad would just be like like we didn't talk to him about it and like on sunday like he would just stay home and like yeah mow the the lawn or something while you guys were at church yeah
1: so your mom brought you start would start to bring you to church like when when you were young
0: yeah since i was a baby like my mom has always been a a christian yeah
1: yeah yeah so you went so you went i mean you would go to church every sunday
0: yeah first yeah we dress mm-hmm. up cute go to yeah. church
1: <laughs> what kind of it was a what kind of like what um what is it called
0: denomination denomination yes. You? Yeah, yes yeah. okay so um uh i'm a i'm in a non-denominational church yeah. um and i've pretty much always gone to a non-denominational church although here and there i've gone to like maybe like my my dad now does go to church so he goes to a baptist church um and so I've been um, in a Pentecostal church for some years before I moved here, Yeah. Um. but mostly non-denominational, which is, which is just like p- when you describe it, people just say we believe in the full gospel, which is the whole Bible, which most denominations believe in, the, believe that they believe in the whole Bible. So it's kind yeah. of hard to describe,
1: but it's like not, but like it non-denominational is like you aren't, I don't know. I'm trying to think of how to like describe it.
0: Yeah, like, we don't, like, um, I would say that there aren't any, it's it's really hard unless you, like, get into all the domina- denominations, because, like, if you're outside of Christianity, it kind of looks like, well, you guys all believe the same thing, it's the same thing, but yeah. there's little things here and there that are different, like, um, my husband, he grew up in a holiness church, so, like, they're very, like, strict on a lot of laws and like um dress and things like that yeah whereas um, like
1: other ones aren't yeah, strict. yeah yeah
0: and like my dad's church like baptists they um believe in like the holy spirit like everyone does but they don't believe really in speaking in tongues which is like uh a lot of other dom- denominations believe in so yeah. it's just like little things little certain
1: there. things mm-hmm. yeah just like little what's well, the same thing as like I mean, I guess it just is other. I mean, like it's like Catholicism. There's like Roman Catholic. There's right. Catholic. There's like yeah.
0: Right.
1: Um. So you like so you went to church all the time with your mom. It continued in high school because I feel like sometimes when people get older they kind of like trail away from it. Yeah. But it was something like that you stuck with. Was that was that strange or was that normal for for your area?
0: Um. So for I would say like back then for my culture I was say an African American when you're. Growing up in your parents' household, if they're Christian, it's kind of, like, you don't have a choice. Like, you go to church. You go to church, yeah. It's not, like, you're not going to be sleeping in, and I'm going to church. So, but my mom was never, like, and I never expressed, like, not wanting to go to church. So, there never was that. So, in high school, yeah, I went. I was really involved in, like, um, my church. So, I took piano lessons from, like, the worship leader, and I babysat her kids. So, I was, like, and I was, we had a youth group that was, like, really, um, it was, it was like a thriving youth group. So we had like yeah. a lot of kids come. And so I wanted to go like, so like my be, friends yeah, yeah, were yeah. It wasn't just, like, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you had
1: like a, you were, it was a part of your life. Right. It wasn't right. just like something you did every Sunday. and like, Right. Yeah.
0: Um, when I went to college, that's when I kind of like, um, I never like felt that I didn't believe in the same things anymore or that my faith had diminished, but I felt um, I didn't really find a church home. I didn't go to church when I was in college. It wasn't something that was like a priority to me. Yeah. So, Um, I would say, like, my college years and a little bit after that... Was, like, a little, like, digressed a little bit. Right. Yeah.
1: So you were... Okay, so what did you... Where did you go to college?
0: University of Florida. Oh, yeah, I knew that. In Gainesville. Yeah. Go Gators.
1: Um, And then... then, um, So you were there for, what, four years?
0: Four years, yep.
1: And then you... So no church during then, like not really like, were you praying still? Were you like, do you, you know what I mean? Do you pray often? Do you like, was that like, was it in your life or was it really just like, I'm in school? I'm like doing my thing. I can't, don't have time for this right right. now.
0: Right. It wasn't, it just wasn't a priority to me. It wasn't in the front of my mind. It wasn't something that I made. um, It was like a part of my habits or anything that I, my daily routine or anything like that. Um, But there was never a time when I was, like, I'm not saved. Like, I don't believe in God. Like, yeah, I don't yeah, care yeah. About It wasn't that. that you, like, did it. Yeah. Or if it, I, like, if, or if I encountered, like, a hard time or, like, I felt like um, something was going on that, like, I couldn't, like, I had no control over, then I would be, like, I would pray then. Like, yeah. but it would just always be, like, if I had a need, then I would do it. Yeah.
1: So, and, like, I feel like your church, you were very, like really embedded in your church. So like that was your church. Like right. you were just going to find a new church to be with. Right. Right. right, yeah. right. And you in Gainesville is not close to where you grew up. Like you're no. living on campus. Like you're not right. living at your house and go, like going to college. Right, yeah. Right, so right. you're like out of your element. Right. Right. Um, okay. And
0: it's funny because like even during that time looking back, I could always see like where Um, I felt like God was still in my life and still there because like even my roommate when I was in college, um, she was heavily involved in church and so she would always talk to me about it. She, she sung in church and so she would always kind of, but she went to a, um, Spanish speaking church, so I never went with her, but she would always talk to me and we would kind of talk about it here and there. Um, and then there were just certain other instances where I felt like, um, even during that time when I was just like kind of doing my own thing, I felt like God was still there and was like, I'm still here. Like, yeah, you know
1: what um so then you get out of college you then go where what do you do next
0: so when i graduated from college i thought that so me and my best friend we wanted to move to la that didn't happen then we decided we wanted to move to atlanta so i like um me and my mom went up to atlanta for like a couple weeks and like tried to to look for jobs and like places to live and then that that really didn't pan out. So she ended up moving to Atlanta. um, And then I ended up just going um, to South Florida, Um, back to Port St. Lucie for a short period. Um, But then I just moved to um, West Palm where I started um, working with the family for a short time. And then I got into um, education. Oh,
1: yeah, you were a teacher for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then so are you when you move back to West Palm? Is that then? Do you then like? get back into church then or is it still like Um, because you're moving around so it's like yeah, yeah yeah so
0: um I did I did um I started going like on Sunday I wouldn't say that I was like I got heavily involved in it yeah either then I just started going on Sunday because I was all my family's in South Florida so um and my cousin and her husband have a church so I was going to that church
1: got it what um so then you're in South Florida. Mm-hmm. Then you meet Chris, right? Or no? Um, what else happened right before? <laughs> yeah. What? Um.
0: No, I mean, nothing. I was just like trying to figure out what I was going to do. Like I was trying to figure out my career path. I was trying to figure out like um, just everything. Like at that time you're just like, and then it was the recession, like the recession had just hit at yeah. that time. So
1: it was like, you were like, chilling. yeah. Yeah.
0: And so um, I think at that time I was just trying to figure out like, who I was, what I'm supposed to be doing, where I'm supposed to be going and just kind of like getting that together.
1: Yeah. Um, so then when do you meet Chris?
0: I met Chris probably maybe two years. I was, I think I was in West Palm like two years before I met him. Um, got it. Yeah. Cause I had been in a, so in high school and through college, um, and a little bit after college, I had been in another relationship. Yeah. um, with, like, my high school boyfriend or whatever. Yeah. It lasted for, like, six years. Um, Did he
1: go to college with you at the same college? No, he didn't. No, so no. it was, like, long distance mm-hmm. when you were in college.
0: Yeah, which was horrible. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> well, it wasn't that bad, because, like, I didn't... I mean, I had the college experience. Like, I wasn't, like... Not there. Glued to yeah, a yeah, boyfriend yeah. in yeah. college, even though I, I had one, so...
1: Yeah, that's good, though. Yeah. I guess that is good. Yeah. It's kind of, like, best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So then you... You meet Chris, and then you guys are together. Mm-hmm. and then when do you move here?
0: um, we moved here, um so we met each other. I think we were together for like three years um in Florida um and then we got engaged, and then he decided that there was just something that like he just felt like there he, he needed to do something different, and I wasn't quite sure about it um I was just like okay whatever you know and he was like I'm just gonna go to New York for a month and just see how it is and I was just like kind of upset about it because I was like uh what does that mean for like our relationship what do you mean you just it kind of was like a random like thing that he said um
1: so you were like yeah you just like put a ring on it so like what the fuck (laughs) right like kind of
0: exactly yeah Yeah. I was. I understood what what um he meant by it because like in Florida it kind of felt like um, we were both trying to figure out our career. We also, like, he's a musician. I was doing um, journalism, like Serene Life shows. So it was kind of like, it felt like we had just hit, like, a plateau. Like, yeah. we weren't going anywhere with it any further in Florida. So I understood um, what he wanted. But at the same time, like, we were in a relationship. We had just gotten engaged. And, like, he was like, I'm just going to go to New York. And, like, I'll see how it is. And I was just like, okay. And... Um,
1: so is this a time when you like turn to your faith? Like, would this be an example of the time when you would really be like,
0: yeah. Cause I was just like, well, I mean, God, what, like what's going on? Like, what, do you, <laughs> yeah. what is, what is he doing? And, and I just felt like, and I was really kind of, I was very upset at the time, like to be a hundred percent honest. Like I was really upset because I just, part of me felt like you just don't know what's going to happen. Like if you're, if you're in a relationship and your significant other goes to a whole nother state, um, it just like there's always a chance that they could be like, oh, I love it up here. Like, I just want to stay up here. Like, bye. You know, yeah. like you know, or um, I don't think we should be together anymore. Like, bye. So, um, I was uncertain about it. So yeah, I turn I did. I did. Um, question God about it, and I um, but he gave me like this, um, peace. Um, to to be like, it's gonna work out. Like you're. I know you're upset about it, and I know that like there's uncertainty but it's gonna work out yeah. so I had like this piece even though like I was upset I just had like this inner peace that it was gonna work out that it was gonna be fine it was just some, just like a season um that I would have to get through yeah
1: and so then does he come to New York go to New York and be like I love it here we have to move here <laughs> like
0: so when he um so <clears throat> a part of his story is like when he went there he was just like um struggling with a lot of things um he was struggling with ansi- anxiety um and just feeling like unsettled in his life and so um coming up here he really like had to lean on his faith a lot it was just him by himself yeah. you no know, family you no know, not even me there um that he really had to lean on his faith um and so uh he when he first came up here he was very weary and Chris is like you wouldn't you I don't know if you could you can tell just by like hanging around him, but he is a really like cautious, like nervous person. Like he has nervous energy a lot of times. Yeah. And like, so he's very wary of like strange things or like places that he's never been to before. So it was very, like he took a Greyhound bus up here. Yeah. He didn't even fly. Cause That's like he insane. was so like nervous about flying. So he took a Greyhound bus up here. So, um, yeah, that was just a time that I think, um, he needed to be by himself and to kind of like, Figure things out on his own and um, to lean on God and like not have his mom or dad or um, her sis- his sisters or even me there to um, like to help him through yeah. it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Which is good. Yeah. I mean, it's good that he also like realized that that's what he needed to do. Yeah. A lot of people do not ever realize that. Exactly. And that's, yeah. Exactly. Um, d- was faith like a big part in his life? Yes. like up until like did you know that about him before all of this
0: When I first met him no um when we even for the first probably month that we met I I didn't like we didn't even talk about faith like yeah. I don't even know why but we just didn't um but um I remember there was one point in our relationship we both we were we were talking but we weren't officially dating so we w- well, we both went to this uh event that was happening at oh my gosh of all places it was a Trump like a Trump Place in West Palm Beach. It was Trump, like Trump Hotel in yeah. Palm Beach or whatever. Oh yeah, God, yeah, I'll that's hilarious. I'll never forget. Um, and so I remember we were talking. He called me before we got to the event. He was like, "Oh yeah, like I'm going to the event, and I just want to let you know that like I'm gonna be there with like my, my home girl." And I was just like, "Okay." Um, Wait,
1: he said this to you? Yeah. Like he's he like, called called "I'm gonna be here th- with my home girl." Yeah, with my home girl. Which means like some bi- <laughs> some bitch, some dead bitch, or like. Like, or like, that's like my new thing that I'm like loving to say now.
0: <laughs> um.
1: All right. So he's with is like, what does that mean? Like, what does that mean, though?
0: So at the time I had no idea. Like, hey, I was Who like, is this? Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and so we weren't official. See, we were kind where, of like, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. talking. So I couldn't be on the phone like, what? Like, yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. Trying to play yeah. A like, you were okay, oh, okay, pool, like, OK, like, yeah,
1: like some bitch I'm about to just yeah. destroy. It. Yeah. <laughs> See, This is where I would need like God because I'd be like, God, please let me not kill this bitch whenever I see her. Like, let me, please God, let me not get,
0: get in jail
1: for the rest of my life for murdering someone.
0: So yeah. So, so I go to this event and sure enough, he's like there with this girl and I recognize her. Facebook is, you know, obviously you can search people on Facebook. Yeah. So I recognize her as his like ex-girlfriend. So at that time I'm like done. I'm like, I don't want anything. He was trying to like come up to me like all everything's all cool. I was like, um, wait, so
1: did he invite you to this thing? No, and then- it was
0: like an event that so it was something that somebody was hosting. Into. Oh, like
1: you both were invited separately. Right. And his okay. group was performing oh.
0: and I was covering it for Serene Life. So, OK, I get um, it. We were both just going to be there. Um. So. um. So I was just like at that point, I was like done. Like, I don't want anything to do with this guy anymore like i wasn't yeah. that attached to him like we had just been on and this is like dates. early on right yeah this is like very early like, on and yeah. so i'm just like um boy bye you know like done um and then at the end of that night i was leaving going to my car and he was just like oh no please let me apologize like she is my ex-girlfriend and i'm just like i'm trying to break it off with her and she just is like she's a daughter and like i i was just being really nice to her because i had promised i'd bring it like all these like yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. and i was just like i really don't care about any about like i'm done da- like i don't want anything else to do with you um he was like can i just take you one place and i was just like he was like i just have to drop this speaker off can i just can you will you ride with me real quick and i was just like okay whatever like i i just decided to go yeah. um and then he takes me to his church um, he, cause he had borrowed an amp from his church and he takes me in there. And so we're, it's like at night we're at his church, his family's church. And that was like the first time we ever had a conversation about religion or like that it was introduced yeah, yeah, yeah. into our relationship. And, um, he started to tell me like his family. So his grandmother a hundred years ago founded a church and was like, um, the first like African American woman to found like a mega church, which still exists today um and it's like all over the country it's it's actually um it's really amazing it's a r- really awesome story but um so we started to have like this really deep conversation about it and like i felt like he was being real and genuine at that at that time so I think that's when our that's when I kind of was with,
1: like, all right, this isn't just like some like, yeah. fuck boy. Yeah. <laughs> like before that was like even a term. Probably, yeah. But and yeah, there's yeah, like yeah.
0: something to it because I met him. He was a musician. He was very like eccentric. Yeah. You at the told time. me before you
1: like told me before that. Like you when you first met him, you were like, uh, hi, like yeah. he was like, I'm obsessed with you. And you were like, are you? Like,
0: yeah. yeah. And he was very I mean, you can look back at his pictures like he was really eccentric. So I was just like he
1: was very like, what's that guy? What was the guy's name? Like, he used to wear, like, the tie-dyed shirts. Mm-hmm. Who does that now? That one guy that won, like, an award? <laughs> <laughs> Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> no, not Kendrick Lamar. You um, mean, like the, um,
0: like, the African, like...
1: Yeah, but maybe... Oh, no, maybe he wore, like, African. Like, more, like, African, like...
0: I know what you mean. I can't stuff. think of the name of the Because his old song, the, like, tie-dye. Jungle on My
1: Neck song, yeah. like, he would wear that clothes. It reminded me of that one guy... He. Is it Chance the Rapper? Is that oh, who yeah, that is? Maybe. Does he wear like tie-dyed shirts a lot?
0: I don't really don't know what he
1: wears. I don't know any of these like new rappers. <laughs> I tell you this all the time. I Me like neither. don't know any Me of these neither. like new if people. Was, if
0: Chance the Rapper was on the street the, right like, now, I wouldn't The really
1: young like... millennials, like I'm like not I feel so old now because I'm like, oh, I'm like not like young, like yeah. a young millennial anymore. Cause yeah. like the new people that are coming, I'm like, who the fuck is that? Yeah. Anyway. Um so yeah, you were like you were just like not having it. Yeah,
0: so then when once we, you we saw came that. to the church, we had that conversation, I kind of felt more like, okay, there's some substance to this guy. Like, I'll give him another chance. We'll we'll take it from here. So we yeah. s- we slowly after that build our relationship and um and from that moment on, faith was a part of our relationship. Yeah. So I knew that I don't know why, like when I first met him that we just had never had that conversation when both of us have a really strong It's but it's like yeah. a private thing. Yeah, I mean like true. it's not
1: something you say to people when you just meet them for the first time. That's you know
0: that's true. So, but yeah, so then um, I would go to his church, he would go to mine, but that was also different and weird just because, like I said, we come from, we both are different Christian, churches. but we come from yeah. different backgrounds. Like so his church is very different. Did
1: you like bring him to church and everyone was like, oh my God, look at this guy. <laughs> like, was that like a thing? Like, were you like, this is like my boyfriend and they were like, oh shoot. Like, you know what I mean? Like, was it like,
0: um, yeah, I guess like that's because a thing, right? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Um, and yeah, and I, I went to church with a lot of my family, so it was kind of bringing him to church was also bringing him to, to my like family. meet all your family. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, did you, and then you went to his church. Was that like crazy? Like, was it like,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. And his church, like his church is all family period. Like. Nobody else goes to their their church except other for than like his family members? that are related Shut- well, no, I mean, there are people that aren't related, but people who aren't related have been going there for a year so it's kind of like their it's family like too. yeah, like
1: it's like a real th- yeah, it's mm-hmm. like a club mm-hmm. more than just like a church so you like walking off the street and you go, yeah, so that was like probably like insane
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah,
1: oh my God, <laughs> that's like crazy,
0: yeah, and his church is more like if you're a new person, it's kind of like you're acknowledged like, but it's like, you know, you're, you're a yeah. new person here. So hi, like, how are you? So that was a little bit intimidating. So, but, um, but yeah,
1: is there, so then you guys get engaged mm-hmm. and then what? Okay. So then, okay. So he comes in, he like does his trip to New York. He needed to like be on his own mm-hmm. and like really like do that. Yeah. He does. He does that. Then what happens? He comes back and then he's like, we have to move to New York. Like we should to go. So
0: he didn't even come back. Like he was here for a month um, it was supposed to be where he came up here and then came back down to Florida and then it was kind of like going to be multiple trips. He found like, but he moved up here and like he got a job in like a couple weeks, like just found a job and um, then found a place. And then um, I got an interview with Fox News of all places, and I was like, oh, I'm just gonna, I might as well just move up. Like I'm gonna come for, I'm coming for the interview. Like I'm gonna be interviewing, so let me just move up. Yeah. So I I did the same. I just packed up and left, and came up here. Was that scary? Yeah, very scary. And like I gave my parents like a week's notice. Like they knew that Chris was up here, but I don't yeah. know how serious they thought everything was. Like they just they didn't know much about what he was doing up here. They just thought like he, he was on a musician. trip yeah, or like whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I just told my family in a matter of like a couple of days that I was moving to New York. Bye, and moved.
1: Were they devastated?
0: um my mom was upset was sad just yeah, because like you won't have- be there every day yeah. <laughs> you can't like see her my every mom day. and yeah. i are really close um my dad was happy because he just saw that like um me living in florida just wasn't going anywhere just it w- just kind of like was nothing yeah. going on down there
1: yeah what um so then you move up here did you and then did you find a church up here right away like how did that work
0: we d- I did uh, so I uh, we lived in Harlem um, and I had heard of a a pastor that he's actually very <laughs> controversial um, a lot of people don't like him so um, I knew of him and I had heard him preach a couple times so and I knew his church was in the Bronx so um, Chris and I decided to visit there um, it's World Changers Church um, and the pastor is Creflo Dollar. Um, I don't know if you ever heard of him, but if you I look it up, so. people you'll see know. a lot of stuff about him because yeah. people just like he's people label him a prosperity preacher, which but um, that he
1: like makes money off of being a preacher.
0: Um, that and that they, that he preaches like about people um making money or being blessed or whatever. So uh, we went to his church and. It's funny because um, I just I wasn't really expecting much out of it. I just had heard of him and I just wanted to go to church and see like what it was. It was a huge mega church, whatever. He's based out of Atlanta um, and he flies here every Saturday and preaches. So I go to we both go to his church and he was preaching a message on grace and uh, growing up as a christian i knew what grace was i had heard of it um i knew it was like it was a word that's used all the time yeah but i knew i didn't completely i didn't realize so i had heard his message that i didn't completely understand what grace was and when when he explained it it was like a like
1: like a light bulb went off a light bulb
0: went off but like it just was like everything opened up like it just felt like oh now my like this my faith makes sense like not only does it make sense to me, but now I understand like how I can share this with other people or like how, cause growing up as a Christian, it I felt like there was a missing piece and that I understood that like, Oh God loves me. Jesus loves me and that he died for my sins. And like, um, you know, he loves everyone. And, um, but then there are these rules and there are these, um, things that you have to abide by. And, um, if you don't do this, like then there's like, um, you could go to hell. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And that's Well, scary. that's how, like, c- the Catholic yeah.
1: religion is, like, just all based on shame yeah. and, like, fear. Yeah. yeah,
0: and so I didn't know how to reconcile that, and I didn't know how to share share my faith with others because how can I share something with someone and they're going to be like, okay, but, um, like... But I've done this, this, and this, so, yeah. I'm like, I'm
1: going to go to hell if yeah. I, like, believe in this. Yeah,
0: yeah. and, like, yeah, so... And I didn't know how to answer that. I didn't, at the time, I didn't. So when he started explaining what grace was, I was like, oh, like, oh, I get it. And for so long, I had heard um, stories about, like, in the Bible and the New Testament, you, you hear Jesus and, and you always hear about the Ten Commandments in the Bible. And then he comes and says, like, there's always a line where he says, I didn't come away to do with the law, I came to fulfill it. And for so long, I had no idea what that meant. I just, like, had always would hear it. And then once I heard about grace, I understood that it was just like, Yeah, I'm not saying that the law doesn't exist, like those rules don't exist, but I'm saying that I did that so that you don't have to. Like, you're, you're, it's not about like how hard, hard you work or what you do and like how much, how good you can be or, um, just working to like earn somebody's approval. It's not about that. It's just about like, um, like I love you and that's it. Like just accept that and that's yeah. done
1: is that what grace is
0: mm-hmm. so grace is just like it's the definition of grace is um undeserved like god's undeserved favor unmerited favor so it's like getting things that you don't deserve or that you don't that you haven't earned so you can't earn in a lot in there's a lot of like controversy yeah. about grace in the christian community because like there are a lot of Christians that you're going to meet. The, the loudest Christians that you hear like on stories on the internet and like, um, in the news and things like that are people who are saying, if you don't do this, then you're not, you're not, God doesn't love you. Or if you don't do this, you're yeah. not going to heaven. Or if you believe this way or you live this way, like you're God doesn't love you. Like you have to do this, this and this to earn God's love. Or, and you have to do this, this and this to go to heaven, to be saved. And, and the de- grace is just like he's saying that I did everything for you. So if you're depending on like there, he's if God you're depending is on like,
1: my like my my approval, like you're de- you're de- looking right. at the wrong and, place. And, yeah. and there's
0: nothing you can never do enough to earn God's love like you can't or to get salvation. Like and and so what he's saying is like, I don't need you to like work and do things like I don't need you to earn it. This is something I'm giving to you. It's a gift. And so, like, st- stop Cherish thinking it. that. Yeah. yeah. Like, just accept it and, and live your life that way. And then give that same love and grace to other people when you meet them. Yeah. Um, so, and, and last night, it's funny, because last night I was at church. We had a prayer night. And um, the pastor was talking about, like, it's springtime. And it's, you know, it's um, all you're starting to see colors. Yeah. yeah. You're starting to see colors here where, you, where before in the winter it was gray. And, um, he was like, it's time for you as like a Christian to start living in, in that, like in the spring, like in bloom, instead of living in the gray of like, I have to work to become this in order to, to be good enough, to be good enough where he's like, where God is saying to you, like, no, like you are this, you don't have to become that, come anything. You are, um, who I love. Like you are good enough. Like you are, um everything that I want you to be. It's just like, stop thinking like you're not, or stop feeling like you have to work to get there.
1: Yeah. Like, are you? Yeah.
0: Right. And so, (laughs) which is
1: like such a refreshing thing to hear because like I went, was grew up Catholic and was confirmed Catholic and like everything, literally everything is like, you're going to hell. Like if you do anything, you're going to hell. Like if you do this, you're going to hell. And like, Literally, there's just like nothing you can do to mm-hmm. like avoid going to hell yeah. because like if you're just a modern person yeah. in the everyday world, like you're gonna burn in hell for the rest of your life.
0: Yeah, and it's like <laughs> and not to be like
1: harsh on like
0: <laughs> yeah, no, but like no, no. that's
1: all they ever like taught us. Like they never taught us like God, like you know what I mean? Like like mm-hmm. literally, even when they're like, but God loves you, but like also you could be like burned to the mm-hmm. rest of your life. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. is like all that it was. And
0: there are a lot of church, not just the Catholic Church, but there are a lot of churches that preach that thing. And it's not even that sometimes I get so angry when I hear people saying that, or like when I hear Christians telling people like, you're going to go to hell if you don't like do this, Repent, you know, like, and all this stuff like this, like, and you're not good enough and you need to keep doing this. And like, Oh my gosh, you're wearing that. And Oh my God, you're doing this. And it, um, it makes me upset. But then also like, I have to understand that people grow up like, people learn that stuff growing up. And even me, like before I didn't, I wasn't taught so harshly like that, but also like I didn't understand what grace was. And so I didn't understand that um, I didn't have to work for my salvation. I didn't have to work for God's love s- until I heard the message about grace when I came here to New York. Yeah. Um, and so I just, when I see people like that, I have to also understand that I have to have grace on those people too, because um, they haven't come
1: they're not into at the full understanding of grace. Yeah. yeah.
0: So that's another thing about learning grace is because it's like, yeah, receive, once you receive God's grace, it's like he calls you to have that same grace to on other people. other people. And that's like the hardest thing.
1: Yeah. It is hard. And when also people like most of the people that you're talking about are just loud mm-hmm. and like. Not unlike me, but like, <laughs> but like, just loud and yeah. like wanting to hear their own voice more yeah. than like actually like be better anyone yeah. else. They just want to yell at other people and feel better than them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then, so
0: you, so yeah, we you,
1: you, that happens. You like th- this like this light switch like comes yeah. on like that you never even knew like yeah. it was a thing, which is like makes so much sense and also like really like, just really makes sense to me of why you like have continued to like have this relationship mm-hmm. with your faith like yeah. that's like such an like a not an out-of-body experience but like such a good experience that it's like I can completely understand where that would then make you be like wow this is like great
0: right and the thing is is that when when we moved to New York we both came in search of um furthering our careers and like our network like we wanted to network with people and we thought yeah. we were going to be like you know with all these like oh we're going to new york like it's going to be so I mean, great. that's how we met i mean yeah. that's how we met yeah yeah and we thought oh my god it's going to be so great and then i felt like then we come here and it's just like oh my gosh, there's a million people here there's like so there's much. so many things yeah. going on like what do we do like where do we go what, you know and i felt like from the very moment that i came here that <clears throat> that god just took control and just like led us to very like he just he just led us to where we needed to be down yeah. the right path, and we met the right people. And like, and so, yeah, we went to that church and I felt like that was like the foundation. Like he, he, as soon as we got here, we, we started listening to that series. Uh, and I felt like he was like, okay, this is the foundation that you need to know. Like you need to know what my grace is before I can take you, um, th- before I can start moving you into where I want you to go. And so that was like the very first thing we learned. And it was just like, wow like great yeah. um so then yeah we we um moved from harlem to jersey city and found hoboken like we had not know we, we didn't know anything about hoboken or jersey city so we found jersey city and um and hoboken and then like yeah we were at a networking event and yeah at the i was skinny working girl yeah thing. it was a skinny yeah. girl party and i met you and chris actually met you yeah um and then we started this show, which was really cool. Yeah. And I feel like that's just another thing, like, because out of all the people that were at that party, what are the odds of like us meeting and, um, or you and and like I've said this
1: on our other show, but like whenever I met Chris, like I didn't even, like usually (laughs) like when we're at parties like this, like just people always want to come talk to us and be like, tell me all the secrets. And I was, I always like, I'm like, I can't, I'm working. I'm sorry. And like, I don't want to be mean, but like, like I almost like blew him off basically because I was like, I like can't talk to you right now. I like (laughs) am working, and like I am working. It wasn't even like, but it's like I can't like talk to you about the show right now because like I'm doing it. Right, and so like, but then like he realized that he was, and I like gave him my card, and he was like, oh, you live in Hoboken, like I live in Jersey City, and then I was like, oh, okay, like I actually might see you again. You know what I mean? And then we like kind of talked, and then we like got coffee, and then I met you like again, like we had said hi, but that was really it. Right, you know, and like, um. But yeah, no, it's weird. And like, that's so much of my life is like that Mm -hmm. in the sense of like, there's just these chance encounters that you find and then you just like brings you in this direction that you never thought you would ever be in. Exactly. Yeah,
0: exactly. So yeah, that was, that was just another like example of, I felt like, because out of like all the events, like I didn't, I thought I was going to be going to crazy events and doing all these things. And I really wasn't like, I just found like a few select events and like just connected with like really good people. And then, um, when I, I uh, I found a job in Hoboken, which I hated. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, I know that very well. I know that you did. <laughs> but even through that, and that was like a, a huge test um, to my faith. Like I had to really rely on, on God when I worked there because I just hated it so much. And I was like, oh, my God, God, why do you have me yeah, here? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but um, through that job, I went to a meeting for Hoboken Chili Cook-Off. And at that meeting, there were some girls that were there and they were saying, yeah, I'm in a dinner group and like, I love my dinner group and I love like the people that I'm in, like they're my best friends. And I was like, what? And so I was like, let me Google what this is all about. Um, And they were saying that they went to a church called Hoboken Grace. So I Googled it and um, I was like, Chris, we need to go here. Like, they have dinner groups. Like, I don't know what that is, but we need to join it and we need to like, you know, go. And so we went, um, <clears throat> and we went to our dinner group and when we went to church, it was just an average ex- experience for us. Like we had both grown up in church, so, um, we it liked just, it. It yeah. just seemed like church to us. We, we felt comfortable and, um, but when we joined a dinner group, it was something that we had never had before and growing up in our churches, it felt like we joined a couple dinner groups. So there were other couples there that were like our age and had just gotten married or, you know. Are getting married and it just felt like um community to us like we had found people that we could connect with that it just wasn't like a networking thing where yeah. you're like here's my card like, here's my card like what yeah. can i do like how can we scratch each other's yeah backs? yeah yeah it, it just felt like it felt um like a safe genuine like space that we could connect with people who um we could talk about faith we could talk about business we can talk about like what was going in our, in an, on in our lives in yeah. our in our faith so
1: yeah. and it and and it, i went once like for like to see chris perform mm-hmm. and they and i couldn't stay the whole time but but even just being there for that little time i saw that like y- it is like a really good community mm-hmm. and like i want to come i want to go back and come to like a full mass and yeah. really be because i never because i've only been to like i think my my dad's mother is pentecostal so i've been to, like a few of those mm-hmm. but other than like a catholic mass like i really haven't and like the only other things is be like one of my aunts was, was married in like a Greek Orthodox church mm-hmm. or like not Greek. Yeah. Greek Orthodox church. Okay. So like other than that, like those are the only yeah. other like experiences of different Christianity religions that I've like.
0: Yeah. And I think most of the people that, that, are that go to Hoboken Grace are probably have that background too. Yeah, coming from and it's
1: just like probably. it was such a it was like, a, it, was like a, it was like everyone knew each other and everyone was talking and everyone like I mean no one knew who, knew who I was obviously but like everyone it was very it seemed like it was like a, a real community and mm-hmm. that was like I was like oh like I completely understand why people come and do this because like look at all these people that you see every Sunday at yeah. church you know yeah and like not seeing it from like me knowing every like seeing it from the outside looking in. right like was like I was like oh this is like actually would be a lot of fun right um. What do you, so then you got it, so then you go to this dinner group, you're, like, about it, and then when you, and then you get a job at Hoboken Grace, how does that happen?
0: So, that happened, like, the end of last year. I, uh, I ended up, I had been applying for jobs anyway, because, I hated my job so much, and I just wanted to leave, but it just felt like nothing was opening up. I would get these interviews, and it seemed like everything was so great, and then, like, you, d- you don't you want your back get or it. they yeah, be like, yeah. oh, we went with someone else. So I, like,
1: literally never get any job that I actually interview for that, like, of people that I don't know. I literally never get the job. Yeah. Is that weird? Yeah. And I, like, but, but like, meanwhile, but, like, in TV, <laughs> like, you just hire people that you know and you don't have to interview yeah, them because you yeah. know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just walk onto jobs. Yeah. But, like, every time I, like, would do an interview and people, they, like, never. I, like, i am not a good interviewer, yeah, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> t- me
0: too, probably. I don't know. But it's just, like. I went on a million interviews and yeah, it just nothing like panned nothing panned out. And so I was like, oh, you know, like that was another time I was just like, God, what are you doing here? Like, I don't, I, at my, the job that I was at, I just felt like I wasn't growing anymore. I just had out, outgrown it. I was, you know, for the first year I was there, I felt I was grateful for the job and I just felt like, oh, I'm going to learn a lot of things, which I did. But then after that, I just felt like, you know, when you get to a place where you're like, I really like, have it. like, I'm done. Oh yeah, it. no, I'm There's done. There's no more yeah. room. Yeah. For me here, so, um, so I was like, just what is going on? And then I saw a post on Facebook for the position um, at Hoboken Grace, and so I applied for it. And
1: had you been going to the church, mm-hmm. so yeah. like they knew you? Yeah, um, yeah, I
0: think yeah, it yeah. There's a lot of people that go there, so it's like, and I'm not like in like I'm not the person that's gonna walk in a room and like, hey, everyone, yeah, I'm yeah, here. Yeah. So yeah, like, yeah. um, so yeah, a, a few people did, I guess. So i interviewed for the position and i ended up getting it that that was one interview that i did they loved me and so it it went good so i'm like i not totally striking out in interviews but um so yeah and that was a different experience too because i was just like okay like i was very excited to get the job and at the time i was like okay this feels like the right move for me but also i was um talking to god i was just like okay god what are you doing here like i um i just never saw myself ever working for a church i had been going to it i mean i've grown up in church i've gone to church my whole life but i just never saw that in my future like working for a church um but it just felt right it just felt like that's where he wanted me to go and where he wanted me to be so i got the job which i absolutely love um and it's working in communications which is what i like to do um but then two weeks into the job, uh, my boss at the time, her mother, uh, was diagnosed with cancer, and so she had to like pick up and leave, and just like I have to go be with my mom, which yeah. I would do like in a heartbeat oh, yeah, no, too. Like bye. I totally like, understand. Bye. I was like, yeah. she's like, I'm so sorry. I was like, I completely understand because like my mom is like my life. Like I would do the same the oh, exact yeah, thing. Oh yeah, no, that's yeah. like not even yeah. Um. So she she left, which was also was. With which was um, strange for me on my job because then the person who was like tra- supposed to be training me or like um, kind of Showing helping me ropes. navigate, yeah. yeah, was no longer there. So I kind of just had to figure it out myself, which I'm not. Which wasn't terrible. Like I'm, yeah. I'm a pretty fast learner, so I can catch things. I can catch on to things or just like figure it out. Like, yeah, I don't need someone. Plus, it's
1: almost like better to do it. Yeah, that way sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So it worked out. It was fine. Um, but also like I, I felt like in that God was like telling, was teaching me that. Um, it's not always just about you. Like, it's not about your selfish like, yeah, like desires not, like, not or all, wants. Like, like, not everyone the world is like a vehicle yeah, to like, be your... Yeah, Yeah, and the world doesn't revolve around you. So it was just like... Because at the time when I was at my old job, I was like, God, like I really want to leave here. Like, I hate it here. I need... I want to go. And then when I left and I, I realized that um, it was actually perfect because she was able to leave when her mom was sick without... Because you were there. Because I was there. And I was like that was perfect timing and i was like yeah. that could only have been god because like she needed to go and wow. like without having it like on her shoulders that like cuz she yeah, she'd be she like, manages yeah. two departments and so she manages a lot and so um i was there to kind of like alleviate her from that and so god was like it's not like yeah i'm working things out for your life but also like your life is you're intertwined helping with some, other yeah, people you're and helping so it's about other people too, and so I I felt like that's what he was teaching me in that lesson in that in that moment in that situation, which I was like, okay, all right, got it. It's not about me, God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's about other people. Got it. Yeah. Check. You know. Um. um but yeah.
1: Yeah, that's really wow. That's mm-hmm. really insightful mm-hmm. and true. And mm-hmm. that's like good. Th- I mean, it's a good. That's great timing too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? Um. So now and now you still work there to this day.
0: I do. Yeah. I love it. And we just um, finished Easter. Yeah, which, which is was a big deal. Like, yeah, we, we host like a really huge um, Easter egg hunt here in Hoboken the, the week before Easter, which we had five thousand people come oh to Oh my
1: god. Where?
0: Um, um Mama Johnson's Field. Do you know where that is? No. It's back you should come next year. It's so much fun. Yeah, I wanna um home. it is back there's a baseball field over oh no, yeah I know no, it is yeah, yeah 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 okay so we have it on that baseball yeah, field okay, and we that's have big. like Cause I was gonna
1: say where the fuck are you putting five thousand people
0: <laughs> we have games and like bounce houses and then like yeah this yeah, huge like a whole Easter yeah, egg yeah. hunt and like um, it's amazing. It was my first year doing it, and it was just like it was the longest day ever, and yeah. so much like I was so tired after, but it was so amazing. Like, That's so great. It was the best experience. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. Um. And then the next week it was Easter, which is a big, a crazy. big deal. Yeah, and, yeah. And Other church, than Christmas, it's like the world. next yeah. biggest. Yeah. Like. Yeah. And I thought holiday. what you said because like we had, I think on Easter we had eighteen hundred people come um to the the services, and I I remember you were saying that you and your mom call people who go Christers. to church. <laughs> Yeah, that's like, what they Christers. are. <laughs> um, so yeah, and I was just like, the, but those are the people that we're trying to reach that are like, yeah, that only, are people that, that only Christ. come to
1: church on Christmas and Easter yeah. and they don't like normally, like, I would be a creaster, <laughs> like, I'm not even that anymore, like, we don't even go to church at all, so yeah, like, yeah. but like, that's like what, yeah, yeah,
0: so that was cool that we got to, um, to, um,
1: have all the creasters, yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, um,
1: so what. What I want to just ask some questions now, because now we're like up to date with where you are in your life. All right. Um, what? What's like the biggest misconception that you think about like your faith, or at least like when people hear that you like work for a church and are like, like, do you consider yourself religious? That's a good first question. Do you consider yourself religious, or would you say that you like? have faith is that different to you like what how do you categorize yourself
0: so yeah I don't consider myself to be have religion I consider myself to have relationships so I think of religion as like you just follow you you have a faith but you just follow these rules or these rituals that you do and that's fine because i mean some people that's all that they want to do they they want to do or they know or have grown up that way and like it's easy to follow into like it's easy to fall into that and to just in in anything not just your faith it's easy to fall into that in life just like the rigmarole of just like i'm just gonna do this and like have these patterns and just be on like the wheel um so i've learned i've come into having relationship which is more of like trying to seek god like talk to him like just be like hey god um so today i like you said like just being real with god like you said when i was going to that party like be like god like please help me not kill this girl like i don't want to (laughs) like that i mean that's real like just like really like the way that you would talk to anybody or the way that you would have a relationship like if you were in a, a relationship with anyone a friend or a significant other you you would never like not go commu- like a month. Go a with month them. without yeah. ever talking to them, and yeah. so it's just like having that relationship with him. Because like, if you don't have a relationship with anyone, like you don't care what they care about. Like when you first meet someone, you're like, I don't care if you don't like seafood. Like yeah, I want yeah. seafood. Like I don't care if you don't do this. And so the the more that you get into relationship with someone, then you start to care about what they care about, and you start to. um, think about what they would think about. So the more that I saw myself seeking after God and like pursuing him and having relationship and talking to him, then I felt myself caring about like the things that I that I should care about or caring about like um walking in love or being nice to people or like um trying trying to to be a light, you know. Yeah.
1: What okay, so what's the biggest misconception you think that people have?
0: I think the biggest misconception that people have are that Christians are like perfect. And that they sh- they don't like they're perfect. Period. And that and I know that comes from a lot of Christians that are very vocal about what other people should be doing. So a lot yeah. of people are like, "Well, like, what are you doing? Like, you're supposed to be a Christian." Yeah. And so I think that's a huge misconception that Christians shouldn't um what a Christian looks like and what they should and shouldn't be doing because um just it just brings judgment like. So when you judge other people then they start to judge you and they're like it's just never a good situation. Yeah.
1: What um what would you tell people if they were like I kind of want to try like I kind of want to s- explore a relationship with God or if they mm-hmm. wanted to just like dip their toe if you will. Yeah. Like what would you say to, what would your advice be to them?
0: Yeah, I would just say do it with an open heart. Period. Just like come in just with an open heart just to um just to listen and and to receive like to try and receive to receive it, you know, like, yeah. um, don't come in with, I mean, I can't tell people how to like view things. People come in yeah. with all kinds of misconceptions, even Christians like come in with like past hurts or whatever ha- may have happened to them in the past. But, um, just like, that's all God needs. That's all he wants is just your heart. So like, if you come in with an open heart, I, um, trust and believe that he can speak to anyone.
1: Yeah. What, um, I don't know. What else? What else is there? (laughs)
0: Um, yeah, I just like the, basically the, what I want people to know is that like that it reminds me of like, I don't know if you ever watched touch by an angel, but like they used to always, (laughs) they used to always in the show with in like when she would glow, she'd be like, God loves you. Um, but, but that's the truth. Like he does, he loves, he loves everyone. And, He's not here, like no matter what you hear people say and what you see, like he's not here to to judge you and to be like, you need to do this. You need to do that. He's he's not about that. Like um, he I believe as a Christian that he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die for all of our sins so that. Um, there's nothing that you can do that can separate you from his love. And so and there's nothing that you can do to earn it. And I remember watching because you you uh, referred me to watch um, Chelsea Handler when she did the, um, religious, the religious round, round table. table. Yeah. And um it has it's the second time I heard her say this to someone. She said, I just I can't get with Christianity because I just don't understand like how you can say someone who's a perfect person, not a perfect person, but she said someone who lives their life good and does good all the time. Um, how you can say, but they don't believe in in God that they can go to hell, but then you have a murderer and they believe in God and then like they they go to heaven. Like I just can't understand that. Yeah, and like yeah, when she, when she says it like that, it's like well yeah, like how come the good person like doesn't, but it's because like God doesn't operate on a system of like because of jesus christ he doesn't operate on like do good and like i then you're good with me like you it's not about that it's not about like doing all these charitable acts and doing and yeah god in yeah Yeah. in the bible that he wants you to do good like he wants you to love people he wants you to be um do charitable things and like reach people but not for the sake of him saying i love you and not for the sake of him saying you're saved because of because of this yeah because how horrible would that be if like if your parents said to you like Chris as long as you're good like as long as you do good things like then I love you then we'll but love you. Yeah. then you become a murderer like your mom's probably still going to love you if you yeah. if you murder someone tomorrow like she's going to be like why did you do that she's going to be angry but she's not going to stop loving you because yeah. of it hopefully so um
1: it's very similar actually to Buddhism where you have karma and that you like can't is this Buddhism yeah you have karma or is it Hinduism? Oh god, I don't know, even know. But like you have you have karma, but like you doing good things to get good karma is bad karma. Yeah. Like you can't do it to get the good karma. Yeah. You do it yeah. to like like you should do it just because like that's the right thing to do, not yeah. because like it'll make you look good in the eyes of like yeah. the the universe. Yeah.
0: It's like so that's what grace is about. Like you can't work to get some get it. Like it's not about I'll just be the perfect person and I'll be good, like because that's horrible. That's a yeah. horrible way to live. And like you, you just find yourself getting like when people live that way. And when you have that thought of like, I can't do it, I need to do good um, so that I'm good. Like God sees me good. Like I'm right in God's eyes. Um, you just end up driving yourself crazy and you end up just doing bad. Like,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: And you just like be like, oh, I'm just forget about this whole thing. So there's, it's not about that. It's just about like you accepting his grace. And then once you accept that and you accept that he loves you, no matter what that makes you want to like do good. Like that yeah. makes you want motivate to motivate you to do it rather yeah. than to
1: motivate you to do it, to like be saved. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, um, yeah, that's what I, that's,
1: that's your, that's your deal.
0: That's my, my deal.
1: Yeah. What do people, where can people find and grace?
0: um so the website is hobokengrace.com uh we're here in hoboken 301 garden street
1: and anyone can go right yeah anyone just walks in Mm -hmm. and you just yeah i guess that all churches are like that are they not
0: yeah anyone can go i mean (laughs) there may be some churches that like yeah (laughs) Um, write a check to get in but i don't know
1: what um and you guys have like nice lights and like a whole thing. Like it's like fun. Yeah, I remember. Like it when wasn't you came, like Catholic. Like, I was like, like, this legit. like, this is like this <laughs> is <laughs> like legit. There's like lighting and like lighting cues. Like this yeah. isn't like Catholic Church with like <laughs> with him in him in the unity of the Holy Spirit. Like it's not like that. Like, it's like, there was like a, it was like a show. Yeah. Like it was like, like, remember I was like, shit, Serena, this is like great. Like there was like fog machines, I think. Like it was like the words were on the thing. Like it was like a concert. Like yeah. it was like fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like it
1: wasn't like an old dusty Catholic church yeah. like I'm no. used to. No, it's,
0: it's cool. We're like, I can just
1: turn my brain off yeah. until I came to college. until so I went to college and they like changed it. Yeah. And we all came back from college like our first year and we were like, hadn't been in church in forever. And we were like. <laughs> peace be with you. And then it used to be, and also with you, but then they changed it to, and with your spirit. So all of the college (laughs) kids went, and also with you. And everyone else said something different. And we all, you literally saw every single person go, (laughs) so like their mom. And I was like, I'm never coming to church again. How dare they do this to us?
0: I know. I saw, um, that comedian, John Mulaney. And he was like, that's the thing that they changed. Like, that's the one (laughs) No, um, it was like, I was appalled. I was like,
1: (laughs) (laughs) um, where can people find you on social media?
0: Uh, so you can find me at Serena Spates or um, Instagram, Serene Life Show.
1: Um, what and then Chris, Chris has music out. You can find him on iTunes, right?
0: Yes. Yeah, so he has his latest single is I Feel Blessed. So you can find him doing the I Feel Blessed dance on um I think his Instagram is Chris Redding. Yeah. Chris writing music. Or
1: just, I feel blessed on YouTube. Yeah. I know there's a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to have you guys back because I want to talk about marriage. I want to talk about, oh, like, like that'd be fun God. if yes. you want to talk about it. Yes. Um, like, just you two together. and Yes.
0: And we're about to, I can't even believe that. It's going like, to
1: be a year, right? Yes. Yeah, that's so In weird. June. Oh,
0: my gosh. I can't even believe it.
1: Um. No, yeah. So, you're coming back with mm-hmm. Chris. We'll talk about marriage. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about, like, the struggles. We'll talk about the happy moments. Mm-hmm all that yeah thank you so much for sharing your story thank you for having me um you can find me on social media at the christa rosa you can find the show is at loud and curious and if you would like to be a guest on loud and curious and you have a really fun story that you want to tell me or your life is really fascinating um you can email me at chris at loud and curious.com um I read every email, and I will respond to you. Yeah, yeah. thanks so much again. Thank you for sharing your story, and until next time, guys, bye. Bye. This episode of Loud and Curious was produced by me, Chris DeRosa. My cover art photo and all the photos on my website were taken by Alyssa Timoteo. Cover art graphics and photo editing by Chris Moore. The boys from Remember Jones wrote and performed my theme music. Like them on Facebook and Instagram at Remember Jones. Next time on Loud and Curious.
0: Um, but when you have an 80 foot tree your 40 foot rig looks, looks like, like a, a swing little, set, yeah. Like a rinky dinky Like a chode, swing set, yeah. Like- like, there's, n- it was a total want, want. And yeah, I was yeah. like, this is the moment that every, yeah, like, like all of her yeah. guests are gonna roll up in their Rolls Royces to this, like, five diamonds, you know, yeah, like, Richard bajillion dollar Richard Branson, bajillion dollar wedding, and see a swing set. And I'm like, this bride is definitely not yeah. gonna be okay with this. Yikes. And I know she's also in media. I was like, all right, well, you know, this is what we gotta do. And I said to my team, and they all know this, and the vendor that brought that in, I was like, we gotta get a new rig. we we gotta get a new rig like soon and they were like um i don't know where we're getting a new rig this is like the rig yeah and i was like no we're getting a new rig